you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky here. Uh, Buck, I feel like 301, it feels a little bit anticlimactic, but we're going to still, we're going to deliver. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to delivering. Do we still have some cake in the refrigerator? I, I think know, we my family cake. got mad at me. Did we get rid of the cake? I showed them the pictures. Like, sweet, Dad, you brought home some cake? <laughs> like, no, nope. no, I guess I probably should have. What'd, What'd you we... do with that cake, Sully? Uh, put, posted in our in our little uh, uh, inner communication Slack group uh, oh. across the whole platform. All gone. And everybody came like locusts. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Once you, that, that's the place. The general group is where you where you post uh, if you have food. So here's or my question: laying around and people people flock. Here's my question. So that's kind of what, that's kind of somewhat symbolic of what we do with our podcast is try and serve others. I mean, is there any chance that ATN would share their cake with anybody? No, I don't think so. No, <laughs> no that's not leaving the podcast. No, that's in that's in Hans's uh, refrigerator that night. That night, guaranteed. Not going anywhere. Uh, Love it. Anyways, all right. Well, we have we have a ton of stuff to get to here, Buck. Want to clue everybody in on what we've got coming up today? Oh, so much, so much, so much good stuff. We're gonna take a look at the NBA Finals and what we can learn from the Golden State Warriors and their continued dominance. We're gonna talk about forgotten franchises by division, one of the overlooked franchises in each division that we need to pay attention to. And then Ross Tucker is going to join the podcast, and we got a couple of interesting nuggets that we're going to talk to him about. One of those is going to be buy, sell, or hold so far this offseason. Yeah, also going to do our NFL head coaches draft. We did our college head coaching draft. <clears throat> I won that one. Uh, we'll uh, we'll put this one. Well, your conspiracy theory, Sully, was that I won the college draft because I put it on my Twitter handle. So let's let Bucky put it out on his Twitter handle. Okay, <laughs> that works. And you get the podcast. Well, I'm not joining this one. This is just you guys. I know, but I just I'm referencing your. Conspiracy okay. theory. So, okay, if we, so this time we'll put it on Bucky. Hypothetically account. Say, speaking, Bucky should win because it's going out on his. What handle. do we call Bucky's fans? By the way, do you have a name for that? No, I don't have anything for Bucky's it. Battalion. What the do we Bucky's call Battalion? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's good. We have to work on that. Bucky's Battalion. I think Bucky's brothers kind of a you know it, it excludes women. That's not cool. So we can't do that. So yeah, yeah man, we we have to work on that. We got to come up with something creative. Battalion. I like Italian is what we've got right Alliteration now. Until nice. we can get something better. Yeah. 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 Right. See you then. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that one out. All right. And so we'll uh, we'll do the NFL head coaching draft a little bit later with uh, with Ross Tucker. And we're going to air the interviews we had with uh, Auburn quarterback Jared Stidham as well as Alabama quarterback Tua Tonga-Vailoa. So kind of an Alabama Iron Bowl feel here to the end of the podcast. You want to stick around to listen to those interviews. But let's start off at the top here, Buck. What can we learn from the Warriors? And this stems from a conversation we were just having last night over the phone. Yeah, I, mean, I, th- I think it's fascinating. I think one thing that you heard about, like um, I think you told me this about Howie, when Howie was kind of bumped out of his, his role as top personnel czar with Philly, he kind of went on a road trip, went to a bunch of different people, maybe went to Duke, San Antonio, saw how some other organizations work, championship organizations, to see if he could learn anything. And so I think a lot of people will take the time in the summer because after many camps this week, yeah, four weeks to just kind of like sit back and chill, gearing up to the season – I think they would look at the Warriors and maybe reach out to Steve Kerr and pick their brain and kind of figure out how the Warriors were able to do it and continue to sustain their dominance. And I think the thing that stands out to me, talent matters more than anything. Um, the team that typically wins are the team with the most talented guys. So if you go get a bunch of talent, if you're able to cultivate that talent, if your coaching staff understands how to deploy that talent, more times than not, you're going to win. So we have talked about the Philadelphia Eagles most recently and what they've done. You've talked about how they like to fortify strengths. 
you can never have enough A-level players on your squad. Uh, I think the, the goal of your personnel department is to always make sure that you're bringing in top-level talent to not only compete but to add depth to some, some positions where, in case you have an injury, you're still able to sustain it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think there's so many different uh, areas that you can learn from this team that carry over really into any team sport. And I'll just give you a couple C's here. Um, because you talked about the talent, no question. you got to have the talent. But chemistry is huge, being able to find the chemistry in the roster, guys that are going to fit together. You talk all the time about you know knowing your role, have your role, and, and have that communicated. That's another C you could put in there is the communication that they have. And you hear uh, Steph Curry and, and, and uh, Clay Thompson all talk about along with Kevin Durant, talk about the communication skills of Steve Kerr and how important that is to, to define roles for people. So I would say the chemistry, uh, we can throw communication in there, the confidence this team plays with. doesn't matter if they're down in games. You see them be able to kind of hold steady and, and stay the course and continue to do what they do and be able to pull games out late. We've seen them overcome several leads there in the playoffs. And then the last thing I wrote down, another thing we talk about all the time on the defensive side of the ball in the NFL is having a closer. Yep. Who can finish a game? Well, when you go to the NBA, I think that's more about having a score who, when you need that bucket at that, that time, you have it. I thought Kevin Durant is kind of the closer for that, for that basketball team. It's funny, going back to the C thing, the closer, I think the closer applies to offense as well. And typically that closer should be either your quarterback or you're likely to be a running back. Ideally, you would like it to be the quarterback that at the end of the game, we need a play to win it, whether it's just get a first down, uh, find a way to lead us back. You need to have someone that can close it out. We talk about these franchise quarterbacks. You want the quarterback to be there, but if it's not a situation where you have an A-level quarterback, then someone in the backfield or on the perimeter has to be a guy that can seal the deal has to be someone that can close it out and make clutch plays when those plays are needed. I think this could be a, a little mini book here. You want to co-author a book? Oh, yeah, I would. How about we could do can we the, get like advanced? the five C's, the five C's <laughs> that we learned from the from the Golden State Warriors? Because we could also put in their competitive or yes. competition in there. A lot of lot of good C words we could use here for this club. That's it. We just need an advance. How about we a little digital? It. What do we call that? Are you uh, still on the five e-book. D's of dodgeball? Oh, yeah, duck, dodge, dip, dive. Dip, and, dive, and dodge. Yeah, I think he says one of them twice, right? <laughs> yeah, dodge. Yeah, yeah, dodge doubles up. Yep. Uh, yeah, so sure, we'll, 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 uh, we'll steal that, rip that off from dodgeball. The, the uh, five C's for the, uh, for the Golden State Warriors. But I do think um, teams do that, by the way. They do go back, like you mentioned, with Howie Roseman, go back and study other leagues, other championship teams, how they were built, how they were maintained, and, and how they're able to, to get that ultimate prize because, of course, that's the goal for everyone. So what teams. was the fifth one? I got chemistry, I have communication, I have confidence, I have closer. What is, what is the other? Uh, chemistry, you have uh, competitive. Oh, competitive. That's what you added in. Competitiveness. like that? Yeah, I do. I you like also that. put competence in there if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, I, I like that. I like uh, that. But anyways, yeah, we got some C's to work with there. Can we see that? Let's go Bucky's notebook with that at least. Kind of a trial run. Why not? Trial run. No, let's, let's put that out there. Yeah. I might try that this week. I like that. Um, all right, next on the on the agenda today – Talking forgotten franchises and what we're doing here, looking at divisions. And I just thought teams that are kind of been forgotten through this offseason, maybe haven't had that buzzworthy, uh, you know, big free agent addition, didn't wow everybody with what they did in the draft, didn't garner a lot of attention. And, or maybe there's a situation where there's other teams in their division that have been grabbing headlines. But mm-hmm. uh, So I went through and took care of the AFC. I'm going to hand the NFC off to you. But I'll start us off here with the AFC North. To me, the forgotten franchise is the Cincinnati Bengals. And with Baltimore, we've heard about Lamar Jackson and all that excitement he's going to bring to that franchise. Pittsburgh, it's it's the contract situation with Le'Veon Bell. Um, it's drafting a quarterback. Remember Ben and Mason Rudolph and that whole dynamic yes. played out for a couple days. Um, and then the Cleveland Browns, wholesale changes. When you look at the personnel department as well as all the free agents they brought in there, the trades, bringing guys like Jarvis Landry. You sign guys like High, Carlos Hyde. And you have the first pick in the draft, shock the world, and take Baker Mayfield. I mean, they have been definitely the buzziest team in that sure. division. But the Bengals, we don't talk about the Bengals. No, not enough about the Bengals. And the thing about the Bengals, I think they're poised to make a return to prominence. I thought they had a really solid draft. Quietly, no one talks about the draft, but they got some nice marquee web, marquee pieces to add to their roster. Secondly, I think you're going to get a better offense this year. Bill Lazor takes over, took over at the middle of the year last year. He has a full offseason to put an offense around Andy Dalton to help Andy Dalton return to playing at a high level. And then it's about fixing A.J. Green. You get A.J. Green on the outside doing his thing. 
Then you have Joe Mixon. I just believe there are a lot of pieces in place for them to be a really, really good team. And with Marvin Lewis staying there, I expect them to bounce up off the mat. I think they're going to be very, very competitive. And maybe they're the team that we talk about at the end winning the division. Yeah, and nobody, I mean, nobody has talked about them. So they're my forgotten team there in the AFC North. AFC East, and I'll go through those other teams here. The Jets, okay, you have the big quarterback. You bring in Sam Darnold. Offseason for them, a lot of buzz, especially around the draft. The New England Patriots, lots of comings and goings, lots of turnover there. Tom Brady, will he show up, won't he show up? Gronk, will he get traded, won't he get traded? They're always going to be there in the news. And then um, and then you look at the Buffalo Bills. You know, they're all offseason. We talked about them up to the draft. They're going to trade up for a quarterback. They're going to trade up for a quarterback. Lo and behold, they trade up for a quarterback. So they are in the news. The team we don't talk about, the forgotten franchise in the AFC East is Miami Dolphins. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we just don't talk about them. We talk about this team has had a major roster upheaval. They've tried to change the culture in the locker room, got rid of what maybe some would deem the bad apples, wanted to bring in some guys that kind of fit his mentality. And so you see a Robert Quinn come over via trade. You see Danny Amendola sign. Um, some of the other moves they made when it came to the draft, Mika Fitzpatrick being one of their top guys, they obviously are changing the way they want to go about doing business in the locker room. Now it's on Adam Gase to figure out how do I get all these pieces of the puzzle together and how do I get them to go in the same direction as we get into the regular season. You start to see a couple of these reports get out there about Robert Quinn and how impressive he's been. This is something I've been hearing for a while coming out of that mm-hmm. building, a lot of excitement building. They feel like this is a natural fit for him in this scheme. And you're going to see a big year here from Robert Quinn coming back over from that 3-4 Wade Phillips jumping into this 4-3 here. Yeah, I mean, the thing they needed, they just needed some more guys off the edge. I mean, they drafted Charles Harris a, a year ago. But, look, Cameron Wake is still doing his thing. Even though he's a little older, he still continues to do it. Robert Quinn gives them another energetic guy to come off the edge to attack the quarterback. In this division, when you have Tom Brady, who has really lorded over division for maybe 14, 15 years, they have to find a way to affect him. And really, the Miami Dolphins play the New England Patriots maybe than any other team within their division. Do a great job of getting uh, bodies around him and kind of disrupting his rhythm. You now have another pass rusher that can kind of aid in that uh, mission. Yeah, Matt Burke, defensive coordinator there, does a nice job. One of the best young defensive coordinators in the NFL, in my opinion. He'll be on the uh, short list for head coaches here. Uh, very quickly. All right, let's go to the AFC South. I have the Titans down as kind of the forgotten franchise just because the Jags coming off the year they came off of. They go out and sign Norwell, big high-ticket free agent. Um, you look at Andrew Luck, the headlines he's always going to have about his health. Is he going to be able to play? Uh, what's his status? And then Deshaun Watson coming off of an injury has been a big story out of Houston. The Tennessee Titans, I feel like, if you're going to look at who's getting the most hype in that division, they would probably be fourth in line. Yeah, I think they are fourth in line. I think what's interesting about them, this has flown under the radar. Marcus Mariota didn't have a great year last year. Uh, they bring in a new head coach in Mike Vrabel, a new offense coordinator, Matt LaFleur, and they want to rebuild an offense around Mariota. Mariota is kind of uh, ready to grow and grow into more of a traditional franchise quarterback. So how much of the old stuff can you mix in with the new stuff? Do you still use him as a dual-threat playmaker, or is he capable of being a guy that can pick you apart from the pocket? Those are all of the challenges that will be facing LaFleur as he continues to try and build this offense around Mariota. And then for Mariota, can he take the next step? Number two overall pick in the draft, he has shown some moments where he, look, can play like a high-level player, but last year has to bring in some doubt for Titans officials. Can he get this team over the top? They went to the playoffs, but they kind of went to the playoffs in spite of Mariota because he was banged up, missed some games, didn't play at a high level. Now they need to get to the playoffs and beyond because of him. Huge difference in that. I'm excited to see some of these young pieces they have on the defense there. You bring in Rashawn Evans in the first round, Harold Landry in the second round. You get an inside linebacker, outside linebacker combination there. We've seen Kevin Byard kind of quietly develop into one of the best safeties in the league. Adoree mm-hmm. Jackson, year two, can he make that leap? Played pretty well last year as a rookie. You bring over Malcolm Butler – now you've got some some speed to go along with what you have up front with Jarrell Casey, who's one of the best in the league. Derek Morgan has been doing it for a long time. Uh, there, there's some good pieces in place here for this defense. For all the talk you know, about Mariota and can he make that leap, I think they've got a chance to be really good on that side of the ball, especially when you consider you know Dean Pease coming over there with Mike Vrabel and, and see how that all mixes together. Yeah, it's really on the defense. How quickly can the defense come together? Last year the defense was one of the strong points of the squad. Um, now we're – Peace coming over, Mike Vrabel putting in a new scheme. How quickly can they adapt? The good thing is, in part of this transition, they have a bunch of New England Patriots that can kind of help the younger guys get acclimated to the system. It's a change. It's going to be a change in the way they go about doing business. They're going to work a little harder, a little longer. They're going to do some things that may push them out of their comfort zone. But if they buy in, 
I fully expect the Tennessee Titans to be one of the teams challenging the Jaguars at the top of the division. No, I think they got a real chance there, without question. We get to the West. I have the Broncos as the forgotten franchise in the AFC West. Chargers, a lot of talk about this team. Very talented. I think they've got a chance. You know, look, you even hear it from inside the division, folks saying they're the favorite yes. to watch in this division. The Kansas City Chiefs. Change out your quarterback, you're going to get a lot of attention. You trade an all-pro corner, you're going to get even more attention. Uh, so the Chiefs have definitely been there in the news. And the Oakland Raiders, you bring in John Gruden, pay him $10 million a year. That's going to get you a lot of buzz. The team we haven't been talking about, the Denver Broncos. No, we haven't talked about the Denver Broncos. Vance Joseph takes over his second season with the Broncos. They desperately needed a quarterback, picked that quarterback up in Case Keenan. Bill Musgrave is taking over as the offense coordinator, wants to play a little faster, a little more creative, a little more up-tempo. Let's see how that meshes with Keenum. And so this is a team that on paper it looks like they should be a team that can make some hay, make some, some noise in that division. However, I still believe it comes down to the quarterback. Can Case Keenum play beyond just being an average player and begin to play like he played for most of the season last year when he got his chance in Minnesota? How many uh, – I'll put you on the spot here because this is your guy. You've been – uh, singing from the mountaintops about Royce Freeman. Can we expect him, A, to win the job, and B, what type of a year do you think we could see from Royce Freeman? By the way, according to our lads, wearing number 37, I do not like that number choice. Uh, I don't like the number, but I'm going to say that he's going to be a fantastic player. This is a rough, rugged, physical player who also has some catching skills, some receiving skills out of the backfield, wasn't fully maximized and utilized to his potential at Oregon. I think in Denver he's going to settle in and be a terrific player. I expect him not only to be the day one starter, but I expect him to be a guy that we talk about in contention for maybe one of those offensive rookie of the year awards as a runner. Two-part question. How many yards would he get wearing 37 versus how many yards would he get if we gave him, let's say, like a 21? Oof. 37 is just a bad number for your psyche, but I think not a good look. I, no. But I think he's tough enough to overcome it. I'm gonna say, with 37, he could get a thousand yards. With another number, maybe 1,200. Two two part question here. First yep. one: uh, running backs with odd numbers, uh, with high crazy numbers like that, or defensive tackles with single digit numbers. What bothers you? I like single digit numbers on on college defensive linemen. I, I think did, it looks I cool. Too. I, I think, think it's it looks awesome. good. You got you, you. You need to be a player. I go back to Mario Williams, watching Mario as a defensive end coming off the edge with nine. I, I can go to Marvin Austin. That didn't Not work that out so single well. Single digit, yeah, correct. Yeah. That didn't work out so well. Khalil McKenzie now with the Chiefs. He was a single digit. Oh, yeah, really? Come to yep. What number? What number? Uh, he was one at one point. Ooh. Yeah. yeah it's I, think, a, he's, I think he switched move. to 99 last year, though. Yeah, yeah Jason, one's a gutsy move as, yeah. a, as a defensive lineman. Jason Witten's number one, right? Yep. Went was number one. Second question, uh, Devontae Booker, what's up with him? Still waiting, right? Still waiting. I'm, I, Still I waiting. actually, when I look at their running back group, D'Angelo Henderson's the one that kind of intrigues me a little bit, just how they're going to use him. And the other one I would keep an eye on, just as a sneaky guy to make the team and potentially have an impact, is Philip Lindsay as an undrafted free agent, local kid there out of University of Colorado, who's friend uh, of our friend of the show. Yeah, who was on the, he was on the Pac-12 Media Day show. He's he's a talented dude, and he's just look, he fell through the cracks. Not going to not going to measure up, you know, literally. Uh, but whenever he's got an opportunity, proved it at Colorado, he's very productive. I wouldn't sleep on him. It's kind of a make the team, and you never know. Never know. All you want to do is an opportunity. He gets on the field, has a chance. That is all you can ask for. He certainly has some traits that are you intrigued by. All right, Buck, you're up. NFC, give me the forgotten franchise in these divisions here. It's unbelievable this franchise is kind of under the radar, but with all the moves, Minnesota getting Kirk Cousins, uh, Detroit get taking on the Patriot and Matty P, the Chicago Bears, Matt Nagy trying to rebuild Mitch Trubisky. The Green Bay Packers are just out there, and no one is talking about them. This is a team that made a ton of moves in the coaching staff. Joe Philman comes over. He's the new offensive coordinator. Mike Pettin comes over as the new defensive coordinator. Bunch of new coaches. Mike McCarthy continues to be the guy that is in charge of the operation. But then when you look at the players, Aaron Rodgers comes back, should be healthy after that injury. And we know the Packers are always a viable threat when Aaron Rodgers is available. If he's available all the time, you can look for 10, 11, 12 wins from the Packers. This is a team that consistently, consistently gets it done. I just think they're going to be able to have a really, really good year with Mike McCartney. Stepping away a little bit, allowing Joe Philbin to kind of get them back on track, getting back to the basics. Sneaky addition for them is Mo Wilkerson. If they get a motivated Muhammad Wilkerson up front, be a big impact player for them. Mo Wilkerson, then the first three picks were all on the defense side of the ball. Two rookies, and then they bring in Owen Burke. I mean, I oh, yeah, two, yeah two secondary players, two corners, Josh Jackson and Jair Alexander. Jair Alexander was the first rounder, Josh Jackson from Iowa in the second round, and then, then Oren Burke's a linebacker. So 
uh, add some playmakers there, the second and third level of the defense. Yeah, they did. And so we'll see if they can get that, that defense back on track. But offensively, they got to find their formula. They got to get back to the recipe that made them successful. Ball comes out quick, let those guys catch and run. Put the onus on the defense to have to make tackles in space. It would be, I don't want to say criminal, but it would be a shame if Aaron Rodgers were to make it through his entire career with only one Super Bowl, and I get how hard it is to win a Super Bowl, I totally get it, but to be the most talented quarterback in the NFL for that long of a stretch and only get one ring, to me, there's some blame to go around in that organization for not giving him the tools he needed to be successful. Well, I mean, here's the thing. We talk about the Golden State Warriors and the model that they've shown. I mean, I guess we could talk about the Green Bay Packers, and maybe they took more of a Cleveland approach. Maybe they didn't put enough weapons around Aaron Rodgers to allow him to fully be the guy that he is. They continue to win a bunch of games, but when you get into those final four games, you got to have a little more to get to the championship. The Packers haven't been able to show that since, what, 2009? Yeah, it's been a minute here. How about the uh, go to the next division here? We've got the NFC East. Man, no one would believe this. No one would believe that this team of all teams No chance you're going to say the Cowboys. I'm going to say the Dallas Come Cowboys. On. The Dallas Come Cowboys on. are forgotten. They're People always talking about. People aren't talking about the Cowboys. I'm hearing about everybody else. I'm hearing about <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. showing up at minicamp but not going through team drills. I'm hearing about the Philadelphia Eagles. What are they saying? about the, the Redskins that they're doing we're talking about, talking about Alex Smith all the time nobody's talking Alex about Smith Alex Smith all the time Darius Geis is supposedly lighting up but America's team America's team we're talking about is Dak Prescott going to be how, how much money we is he going to get we did that we you, did that but people aren't talking about that it, I mean, we're people we're barely we're barely talking about them yes we I don't even know I got a pulse I'm a person the last time we talked about the Dallas Cowboys when Jason Witten decided to retire even though on the field he'd been retired two years ago they did a freaking documentary series like a eight no part documentary series unbelievable on them if it wasn't for Zach Martin signing a huge extension hasn't signed we wouldn't have we wouldn't have wouldn't have the opportunity to talk about them in the news cycle. But what I like about them and why they're going to be back and why I'm saying this. I'm not, I'm we not, talked I'm about Des Bryant for like six weeks. He's not, you, a, you he's picked, not a cowboy. You picked Dak as your, your quarterback. I did. Yeah, for the next 10 years. Like yep. next 10 years. That's, that's what, what I thought. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This, this is... offensive line, now that everyone is happy because all that change in their pocket. Martin is happy. He got a new deal, new F-150, probably pulling up in a lot today. Tyron Smith, if he can get his back right. Lyle Travis Collins Spencer. already got a second deal. Look, Lyle Collins. So the offensive line that we've talked about being the catalyst, propelling them to success, they have that. They get Zeke back. And then it's just a matter of figuring out which receiver is going to be the number one receiver. But we're not paying enough attention to the Dallas Cowboys. A team that is going to be really, really good. We don't even say anything about. Nothing. We talk about their former players. We talk about T.O. T.O. going to the Hall of Fame. T.O. Michael Irvin, by the yeah. way. Ooh. Not good. <laughs> not good. See, but we don't talk. We talk about their formers. We're not talking about their current guys. Cole Beasley had a hot, a hot album. <laughs> no one even talks about it. <laughs> Come on, get a cowboy some love. Cole Beasley. I tell you what, I'm really with the hot album. Hot album. Hold on, before we move on, let me just take this time here. Uh, and and look, formally, sometimes you got to be introspective here. I I want to apologize to the Cowboy fans out there because I feel like, according to Buck, we've been doing you a disservice. We just never talk about. Never them. talk about them. Network uh -uh. never talks about them. Uh -uh. You know, nobody. We talk about their former guys. Nobody's trying former to get players. clicks. So you know, hey, apologies. we talk about their former players. We and don't I'm talk sure, about their current. Guys. I'm sure the fan bases of the other 31 teams agree with us here that the Cowboys just don't get never enough talk attention. About they don't get enough. Don't get enough, not enough love. talks about them. Yeah. Anyways, all right, Buck. What's the next one here? The Cowboys. Are you? Oh, yes. Okay, so All right, go ahead. so we go back. So the NFC South, the NFC South, we're gonna talk about this team. This team was on Hard Knocks, and since Hard Knocks, we never talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Nothing. There's a reason for that. Nothing about the Bucks. Last year we were ready Tell to celebrate. Tell about that D line, them. Bucky. Oh, that D line is ready. That D-line is ready. They're nasty. <laughs> Gerald McCoy and all that crew, Vinnie Curry and all those guys, Bobo coming over, they have, they're, they're ready. You want to give me my Gerald McCoy story real quick? So Gerald McCoy works out of this gym I've been going down to down in San Diego where all these NFL guys train. And there's this this bike I told you about. That, <laughs> that bike is a, my nemesis. It's the uh, – what's it's what's the name of that thing? Uh, with, with the propeller. You get the, like arms, the destroyer the or something. It's awful. It is a death – it's, it's a death a, trap. It's got a crazy name it's to a, it. It's, it's a saying. death trap is what that thing is. It looks so harmless and cute. And then you jump on that thing and then you're done. Uh, assault bike. I think it's assault called bike. assault bike, which is – it's assaulted me. <laughs> so I give that thing everything I've got. And it keeps track of your uh, – RPMs, right? So I get, I mean, I'm, I'm passed out. I'm just about to pee up dry heaving in the bushes. And I, they, they asked me, they said, what'd you get the RPMs up to? I'm like, dude, crushed, crushed. Got it up to like, a, like 1,040. 
everything I got. I go, yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, uh, Gerald McCoy gets that thing up to like twenty two hundred. Oh, and just cruises on that thing. He's yeah. a bigger man. Yeah, a little more, little little more, more power, force, a little more strength, a little yeah. more power. Yeah, but then the stamina be able to endure through that. Anyways, apparently I'm not as breaking news. Gerald McCoy, shocker, stronger. Than I know, but like just that, that right there would be a headline because we haven't talked anything else about. That's all we've said about the Bay Buccaneers all off season. Um, we're interviewing their center. I feel I guess. like Mike Evans got paid. Man, that was eons ago. It seems like that was before eons the draft, ago. right? Before the that draft? was forever ago. No. That doesn't even register. It's still the off season. Like this is a team we talked about last year. We thought they were gonna be super high, high flying. Two tight ends: Cameron Brait, O.J. Howard, D. Jacks coming over. Best, biggest, most prolific playmaker in NFL history. They were in the headlines. Mike Evans. Then we had, you know, all this on Hard Knocks. We saw all the guys. And a dud. But now, I think this is a perfect time. They're flying under the radar. Dirk Cutter talked about using more RPOs. This is it. You know what time I mean? You know what? When's your birthday? January 22nd. Aquarius. Same gifts. What, January 22nd? Yep. Oh, okay. So we got a ways. Yeah. It Same might be gifts. outdated at that time because if you're going to say it was a summer birthday, I was going to get you a Bo Allen jersey. No. 91. I mean, yeah, throw I'll, that on there. Get you a Bo Allen jersey. I go represent. You can get me a Bo Allen jersey. Maybe. My birthday's a week from today. Is it really, Sully? Yeah. Really? Wait, yeah. you should you should nice shameless you should've, plug. You should've, yeah, you shameless. Got, so said yes. <laughs> That's the guy that says said yes. Nice shameless plug. Nice shameless plug. You double check on that cake. Maybe we could get yeah. a sliver of that that doesn't have the Move the Sticks logo they on. They gave us like a fifteen percent off coupon for the very next cake we oh, get. So there we go. Nice. I think we're gonna use it. Nice. There we yeah, go. How about that? Right, well, that's gonna happen. <laughs> a birthday. Happy, happy early birthday, Sully. Happy early birthday. I, okay, I'm gonna tell this Thank story. You. I hate to tell this story. This is funny. My roommate, my roommate from college, would hate me sharing this story, but. I have to share. It's so good that you have to share. So in college, my roommate, my roommate, look, he's one of the greatest guys. Like he goes across the country lecturing like teenagers doing to do the right stuff. But in college, he didn't do always do the right thing. So in summer school, we had this fact that whenever we would meet somebody, we would say that our birthday is in the month that we met him. Okay. So if we meet him in July, somehow miraculously, the Just birthday happened. is. It's July 17th, my birthday. In like a week. So, so my roommate, I can't tell you how many birthday gifts he got from June, July, August. Just people randomly showing up with birthday cakes and gifts. And I'm like, yeah, Cliff's birthday. We're trying to figure out what to do. Oh, that's So, Cliff, Cliff, Cliff would hate sharing. Hey, don't be mad at me. He, lived, he lived off of birthday cakes <laughs> for an entire summer. That is the best. That's incredible. <laughs> I, I love the way – I'm assuming that Cliff's not even his real name. The no, Cliff is no, – no, that's his real name. That's him. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is real name. Oh, that's that is tremendous. That's how we did it. All right, what, what division do so we – So, look, we the at? West. The West. That's all we have left? Yeah, we did. We got the NFC West. Okay, go ahead. Arizona Cardinals. We're not talking about them, Buck. No one talks about the Arizona Cardinals. A little bit about the Seattle Seahawks and what they're going to do. Pete Carroll trying to bring it back to 2012. Well, what about what about Rosen? Rosen, people talk about Rosen. A little bit. That was like a little bit. The biggest thing we talked about with Rosen is he just signed with Adidas. Like he's yeah. now three stripes life because I saw it on his yeah. Twitter post or whatever. But the Arizona Cardinals have a new coach in Steve Wilkes to get David Johnson, DJ2K back. He may be poised to have a thousand and a thousand rushing yards and receiving yards. Be the first one to do it since our own Marshall Falk and Roger Craig were able to do it uh, back in the day. So the Arizona Cardinals rarely get talked about, but I think this is a team that could be a viable contender in this division because the Seattle Seahawks are coming back to the pack with so many young guys. San Francisco 49ers, in my estimation, are not quite ready to take that step. And the L.A. Rams have a tough schedule. They are now the hunted after being the hunter a year ago. Look out for the Arizona Cardinals. I think they are a team to be feared. Well, I would. I, I think that's probably the right choice. So when you look at the rest of those teams, the attention that they've gotten, I, I would maybe make another point. But we do have our guest is is in the building. Ross Tucker is here, and I, we have a uh, we have a hard out here. So we got to get Ross in here. Ross, got Can we? Can let's we? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's get him, him on in here. here. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Making his way into the studio. By the way, is, is this before Damashek or after Damashek? This is pre-Damashek. Oh, so, so we, we got get, it first. So, so we, we get, get all his, your good stuff? So we, we get, get his best stuff. stuff. Yeah. We get all his best stuff before he gives it away to Damashek. Nice nice DDFP plug there, DJ. That was a DDFP good. is a friend. Oh, a friend of the we show. Some, we're we, a friend. We're friendly podcast. Yeah, we're friendly podcast. You don't ever do the Around the NFL podcast, do you? No. You've done it one time, maybe? Yeah, I was going to say, I think – there's no chair here. I was like, I did bodyweight squats on the beach on Sunday, but I can oh, try to rock nice, that. Nice. Oh. Yeah. I actually lean, to, by the way. I, I'm trying. I actually used to do that when I was playing. Mm -hmm. Like, when I'd be watching TV, 
I would just butt. sit there like in a squat. Yeah. Like I, I would just like sit there as I'm watching TV yeah. like this. Oh, people are always like, dude, why are your legs so big? I'm like, probably that. Yeah. Oh man. That's where I, like, I thought. I thought when you first said that, I thought you were going to say when you're on the sideline. <laughs> like oh. if you're on the sideline at a game, like the defense is out there and you're on like, line, you're on yeah. the side, and you just get a power squat in there, yeah. free squat like that. That's taking. To the I mean, that's level. almost like that George Foreman stuff. I'm not. I don't need a. Well, I don't need a stool. I'm just gonna stand up in the middle of a fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what's reps. funny yeah. about that? So, uh, like in Buffalo, most of the time during my career, I was the swing inside guy, right? So mm-hmm. I ended up starting like 25 games, but I was. What that means for the listeners is, I was the next guy at center and both guards, mm-hmm. and also kind of the emergency guy at tackle, right? Ooh. So what's funny about that is, like, before every series, you know, you don't know what's going to happen, right? Before every series, I would do a pass set at left guard. I'd do a pass set at center and a pass set at right guard because inevitably you go in on third and 12. You know, the guy gets hurt on oh, – yeah, Of course, that's right. You go on third and 12. So I'll never forget Trey Teague was our starting center, and he said to his, his wife, said to him after the game, and this is before they, they really knew me, she's like, hey, honey – I, I gotta tell you, I don't know number sixty-five, but he is ready. Ready, always gotta be ready. Always gotta be ready. I'm calling an audible behind the glass there because I'm gonna make these guys freak out a little bit here. Because we were gonna talk about buy, sell, or hold here, but since we're on a limited time, let's do our head coaches draft. Yep, and then we and have buy, time sell, afterwards, and well, then we'll get to some buy, sell, or hold. Okay, you don't that works. Know, you or we can do it Thursday. Yeah, we can do it then. Yep. Ross, you don't even know what you're jumping into here. Uh, no. And we did a college coaching draft. Ooh. So we mm-hmm. go in snake order or whatever, and we did five apiece. And it got a lot of traction. People, we put our – which team do you like better? We've assembled a team of coaches, and it, and it, it did well. So we're going to do it with the NFL. So okay. You're going to jump in here with no – After this, it. too, okay. let, let's get Ross's opinion on who, which one of our college rosters wins. Oh, you can do that. I, I guarantee I tell, you it's me. I can't even don't remember. Don't tell them the names. Don't I can't, even remember. The names. I can't yeah. even remember that. That, that, was, that was like eons ago. That tells you He's just telling you I can't even remember who – all right, so let's go. We'll go across the table. Ross will give you the first pick here. Oh, okay. I get the first. first, first yeah, first, first coach. First coach you would take. Uh, and this is just the coaching part of just it. Just the coach. Just the coach. Um, I will. Man, this was a slam dunk Bill Belichick till he didn't play Malcolm Butler in the Super oh, Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now now I'm like, about. okay, do we? is he going to play his best players in the, in the Super Bowl in the most important game? That's kind of a big factor, but I'll, I'll still go Belichick. It's kind of hard not to. Yeah, you have to. Wow. Bill Belichick, first off the board. Man. I know where Bucky's going. I already no, f- first off the board, Ross doesn't want to have fun. I, I want to have fun. I want to have fun when I'm playing. Yeah. I don't like, oh, I, I didn't know that part of it. We can get into that. Yeah, part. I, I played mean, New England for him. I know. I, for I know. Him. That's what. That's no surprise. <laughs> so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go here. How about uh, let's go, Andy Reid. Andy Reid. So everything is about the quarterback. I don't know if there's a better quarterback whisper in the game than Andy Reid. He gets it done with everybody that plays the position for him. So if we're talking about your championship teams, must be about the quarterback. I'm gonna go get the best quarterback developer that I can find. Interesting. I got a lot of good options left here. I mean, the board is wide open. It's wide open. Wide open. I'm. Uh, hmm. Well, I'm not – you know, there's young options, some hot young coaches. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the oldest head coach in the league, Pete Carroll, with my first pick. Wow. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, because not only are we going to wow, win, we're going to have fun and we're going to win. And I've got the ring to back a, it up. That's a shocker right there. Well, yeah, I just figure Pete you look Carroll. at Pete Carroll and Andy Reid, okay, players, so coaches, just one of them has the ring are you right gonna now, help, the other one help? Are you going to help Pete Carroll when the ball is on the goal line? I didn't say – I don't, I'm not, I don't take – well, I don't take – Are you going to help him? I don't take Bevel or Schottenheimer with me. That's part of the deal. I just get the head coach. You just get the head coach. I get to help fill out the rest of the staff. Make sure you have a lot of gum. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, gum, you have a really lot of gum. wide white tennis shoes. Oh no, no. You got to get those Nikes, really those monarchs, and some yeah. juice. Yeah. They look like they're like bricks. Yeah. yeah. Special. I want to. I want to hang out with that guy sometime. Oh, he's high energy. Man. I, 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 I. Do you think? I hope I have half that energy when you I'm. Got to dribble the basket. I don't have half that energy now. He can throw it too. He can spin it. Really? Oh, he can throw the football. You go out there before the game and throw it, throw it around. Yeah. Pete, he was a DB. When you're a DB coach, you got to be able to throw. You got to be able to throw it to you guys. Dude, I can't look at you and not think about that App State picture. Oh, with the bald head? Yeah. You like that? I, yeah, I oh, man. That. Yeah. Breaking yeah, that yeah, up already? Yeah, he went there. I, I'm just <laughs> looking at him. I haven't seen <laughs> the guy in, in months. My, and you know, the th- you know what the thing about it was reminding me about one of my former teammates reminded me about that is that all the freshmen had to shave their heads. I transferred in as a redshirt sophomore. Oh, yeah, they got you. And, but No, I, I could have got out of that. But that's the kind of leader that I was, Buck. Oh. I need to go bald. <laughs> servant, go, servant leader. Servant leadership. Servant leader over here. Yeah. Hey, look. It's a bald eagle. So is it, it's a snake draft, so you yeah. go again. Oh, I get to go again. That's right. Holy crud. I get two picks here. Uh, oh, give me the ring Super Bowl champ. I'll go Doug Peterson. Oh, man. Here we go. I knew you were going to go with your board. former teammate. That, How about that? that? That hurt. Man, that hurt me. Man, Doug Peterson right off the board. But that's 
That's fine. I like my squad right now. That's fine. You don't even like Doug like that. You, you go strictly like after titles. I know yeah, you. Strictly. I've got rings. I've you're got right. offense, defense. Go ahead, Buck. You're up next. Here we go. I'm going to stay in the state of Pennsylvania. I'm going to go with Mike Tomlin for the Pittsburgh Steelers. When you think well, about the level of success. He kind of gets forgotten in the mix. In the a little bit. You know, people always trying to run him out the job. But, man, they win in almost like high 60% of their games. Well, hold, hold on a second. Let me, let, me say, let me ask something, though. Is it fair – to say that they, if you look at like the last five years, they've had the most the I mean, talent. That they have had. the best running back, yeah. the best wide Defensively, receiver. The talent's a little sketchy. I mean, last year, I guess until who scares you? Got who hurt. scares you off the edge for that team? Well, nobody off the edge. You're right, but Cam Hayward's a good player. Stephon Stewart's yeah. a good player. Interior, yeah, mm-hmm. I thought Watt had a decent year. Corner wise, corners and edge rushers have been very. Eh. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you gotta you gotta fair. have talent. We just saw the Warriors. Gotta have talent. Get the most talent. All right. Well, I like Tomlin. So yeah, you got Ross. Um, Ross, you get the, your last two picks here. Yeah, I'm gonna mm. go. Mm. I'll go for sure. One of them. I don't know the order, but for sure one of them. This will be maybe no, a little surprising. Well, hold on, hold on. Oh, you writing it down first? Um, <laughs> I've got, it, I've got. It right you think now. I'm gonna do Jason Garrett because he's a Princeton no, guy? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I would go Judd over Jason. That's just me. Uh, Mike Zimmer. Oh, oh I like that one. one. That's not that's what I guessed. One. That's not what that's I guessed. I think Mike that's Zimmer. A, he's a great coach. And so, you know, both the guys I picked, I played for. Oh, there I you was go. in Dallas no too when Zimmer was the D coordinator, yeah. and he's just awesome. Yeah, like coach. guys love him. Um, some of the other. Okay, so the last pick. You know, this is going to be mainly as a result of his offensive acumen, but I'll take I'll take Sean Payton. Ooh, I'll take Sean Payton. Look at that. I had some I'm other look, guys I, I was. That might be the best value pick that we've had so nice far. Sean. Sean Payton in the third round. It's good. Yeah. Sean. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna get another Sean. I'm gonna go with Sean McVay. Yeah, that's, Whoa. That's what I had written down. Oh, I, you thought I, I was gonna I go McVay? So yeah. Go come on, young hip. Give my quarterback right. He's the quarterback guy. He can talk to my quarterback the whole time up until the device goes off. You yeah. saw what he did with Jerry Goff. You so. can oh. easily make an argument that McVay should be one of the top two or three picks. He only has a one-year sample size. Have you ever seen a coach make that many guys better? Man. No, I know. Goff, Gurley, uh, Sammy Watkins. Well, look, at, look at how well Kirk played with him, too. Robert Woods. Yeah. I mean, in one year, he made half the team have their best year ever by far. Fix, he fixed a lot of it. All right, man, this is going to be tough. I've got the last pick here. Who are you going? You well, I've Adam, got Adam Gase. No, I like Adam Gase. Huh? Um, so Vance Joseph. I like Vance Joseph, but I've is got there anybody two, that I've you got, don't like. I've got two names here. <laughs> I've got two names here that I'm stroke that I'm coming with. One of which I think you'll you could probably understand is John Harbaugh. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Who's been successful for a long really? time. Well, I looked at playoffs. Have John Harbaugh, they haven't been to the playoffs. Nah, they, well, just like he took McVay because he lives in L.A. and wants to kiss up, what? you have I, a long history I, I with, the with the Ravens organization. I just think he's – they don't have bad teams. I don't know the talent. I don't know the, teams. I don't know if the talent of that roster is uh. what it used to be. But anyways, that, that's one of the choices. John Harbaugh. But I'm not even going to go with him. I'm going to go with one that I think I could give it's you like guys shooting ten, a, I could give It's you like guys, shooting 100 I could give you guys ten guesses on this next one and you would not get it. Uh, Dan Quinn. No. Kyle Shanahan. No, but I like that one. Um, Ten guesses. Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera. I like Ron I Rivera. That. Ron He's Rivera a good coach. is a good football coach, Solid. and I like the energy and the passion that he brings. And the Riverboat Ron thing, I, I'm I'm down for. I want to. That's my. I want to be aggressive. Doug Peterson, fourth down. Let's go. Ron Rivera, fourth down. Let's go. Pete Carroll. Spit the gum out. Let's go. That's what, that's, what, that's what we've got with my squad here. I mean, you did not think Ron Rivera was going to be my pick. I certainly did not. I was. Th- I was. Thinking, I like Ron Rivera. I thought you can go for two for one. I thought you can be like, hey, I go John Gruden and get Jay as a like. I thought you get Ooh, both, the, both of those. I thought I, you know what, John Gruden doesn't get picked. Why would he? He isn't coaching ten years. Yeah, I, I don't. I, mean, I know. I know. Seen, but if he's the highest paid, forever. he's the highest paid coach in the NFL, and according to us, he's not one of the top nine coaches. Do in you NFL. think anybody thinks he should be in on, on this list right now? I think when they sell some PSLs in that new stadium in uh, in Vegas. They but, but here's I mean, my that, question: with that don't you think that that wears off by the time they even go to Vegas? I think that John Gruden, yeah. like, if they got John Gruden to sell tickets, I get it. But don't you think that that kind of wears off by the time they actually get to Vegas? It's gonna be like three uh, years from now. I think. I mean, yeah. He has, like, those last he's one, Tampa he's, Bay teams. He, he is, but of, of all the coaches in the NFL currently, 
he has the most star power of any of them. Like that, I don't think you can really even debate that. Like, He's trying to take football well, back no, in '98. No, no, no. But I'm saying who's. I know. I get. It. I don't know if you it's going to work. Fo- you know who played for him in '98? Bucky Brooks. I don't want to go back. You don't I don't want to go back, back and see that. I don't want to see that anymore. '98 like, was about. That was the year I shaved my head. Whole that was a heck of a year. Circle. That was a heck of a year. Were you junior high? No, oh, yeah, was, I rounded it. That was was that Tennessee? Is that Not, T Martin? Yes, that hey, was T hey, Martin, hey, Peerless Price. Oh, T hey, Martin, sure. the guy so, was so good that y'all didn't want to hire him as your head coach. Right. I know. So '98, I I what went, year did you graduate? I graduated high school '97, college '2001. So I was '96 and '2000. Okay, so '98. Respect your elders in here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish you guys would have told me we're wearing all black today. What is this? <laughs> yeah, that's what is it this is. move the sticks or men in black? You guys are in great shape. You don't need to wear black to try to look slim. Here's the thing. When you're, you know, it's like when you played, you talk about being a swing guy. The more you can do around the network, the yeah. more you're going to be employed. So when they have props on stage, grip, we, we can be grip. We just we sneak over that. there, we <laughs> move yeah. it, and we come right back into the everything. podcast studio. So more Never you can change. Do. Yeah. Nice. Hey, guys, can I just throw this out there looking at your guys' teams here? So Ross has Belichick, Zimmer, Sean Payton, Bucky's got Andy Reid, Mike Tomlin, Sean McVay. DJ, you got Pete Carroll, Doug Peterson. Harbaugh slash Rivera. All right, if there's a Royal Rumble tag team fight, Ooh. which of your guys' teams is winning here? Bucky by a landslide. Oh, I got Andy coming off the top rope. Yeah. McVay's got standing Mike up. Tomlin, too. I don't Mike know, Tomlin's man. I don't know. Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera. I, yeah, Ron Rivera is going to be the last. My, my look. <laughs> he's the bear. If he's it's a good, Royal Rumble, he's, he's Ron Andre, Rivera he's is the Andre last He's 100 and just swatting everybody <laughs> out the <laughs> ring. <Picking> people <laughs> just, just throwing everybody we animate out. This. I'll take my chance. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm, I'm just saying also. I'll take my chance. Like Mike Zimmer, like if, he, if there were weapons involved, like yeah. he would use them. Yeah. Well, he's That's got a true. ladder and there's chairs. He'd have sunglasses. You wouldn't even know where he's looking. Like you wouldn't what know is, who he's about to attack. Get out of town. A get out of town match. <laughs> loser, yeah. to go. Loser, loser leave town. Loser leave town. We gotta go. Speaking of loser leave town, I I actually do have to go. Oh, oh really? Yes, I do. I had oh. a hard out. I had a hard out one minute ago. No. Uh, you got another, like, gonna, all right, give me. I'll get four. I'll get to ten twenty. I'm pushing it. I'm okay. Late. I have an appointment. Let's crush. Let's crush some of these. Uh, buy sell hold. All right. Do them quick because we got four minutes. Uh, Browns. Go ahead, Ross. Buy seller hold. He's just giving us some random teams. You gotta say buy seller hold. Where you at on them? With the, with the whole off season under. Yeah. Uh, sell, sell, selling the Browns. Yeah, you're not a believer. It can't be worse. Not a believer. Not a believer. Well, no, are the we, stock are, can't go down. You're not a believer. I thought I'm buying, selling, or holding what they did this off season. I'm buying that they'll be a better team this year. No, I mean just in general. In general, it's a team. I'm, I'm selling, there? giving up the, a second round pick for or third round pick for Tyrod Taylor. Okay. To pay him 16 million, I'm selling Mayfield as number one pick. I'm wow. selling that too. Mm, man. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm selling man. a lot of the moves they've made. Man, no love, no love for Cleveland. Go ahead, or, Buck. Oh, Cleveland. I'm still I'm still on on them. No, good. Let's just do one one person per. Yeah, team. give me another team. Yeah, give me okay. another team. Uh, let's go team. Texans, Bucky. Ooh, I'm buying them because Deshaun Watson is great. Sean Watson's going to be awesome. Short he's made he's made Bill O'Brien a really really good coach in a short time. <laughs> yeah, I still want to see this whole thing come together after people had a chance to look at. It. I'm just I'm excited by what, what I saw. What don't you like about it? To you me, don't like, you don't like to me in the NFL. No, 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 no. I like it, but to me in the NFL right now, it's a it's a classic uh, case study of sample size because Jimmy Garoppolo with that sample size has people over the moon excited. Mahomes off one game has people talking about he's going to go to the Hall of Fame for have, crying out have, loud. Have you, you heard? And about, now with Deshaun Watson with that struggles? sample size, you heard about Mahomes' struggles in practice? No, well, he is turning that thing over left and right. Really? A little bit. I've never heard an area bad word. Oh, a little bit. App State education. What What else we got? Let's go. Uh, let's go, Lions. DJ, what do you think about the Lions? Ooh, Ooh Lions. Manny I'm P. gonna. I, I'm. I'm kind of hold. I'm just hold on the Lions. I, I, Net difference for them this year as opposed to last year. I don't think it's any different. I, I like what Minnesota's done in that division. I think Aaron Rodgers stays healthy. I think Chicago's markedly better. So even if they're a little bit better there, I think the Lions, I think that's a hold. Wow. Redskins, Redskins. Go ahead, Ross. Uh, I'll go by. I, I, I like Darius Geis. I like Deron Payne. I'll go by for the Redskins. One of his former teams. I like – and yeah. in hindsight – They need to keep Jonathan Allen the, healthy. The, yeah, him, yeah, but the Alex Smith trade looks amazing – when you think about how much they're paying Alex Smith compared to what these other guys are getting, yeah. and they have him under contract for five years. So I like what the Redskins have done. Well, here's the thing. If they would have been smart and taken care of Cousins a year or two ago, they could still have Cousins as well as one of the most talented slot corners in the NFL, plus a draft pick, right? Is that what they gave up as well in that deal? I think so, yeah. But given that it got to this point, I'm buying. No, look. They, I'm they, selling they, over the last three they, years. Yeah, they, I'm they, buying this off. Sell, sell the the, the – Stupidity, to be honest with you, to let it get to that point. But then they, I thought they kick saved it the best they could. Yes, they got to that point in time. 
Go ahead, Buck. What's the next team for Buck? Niners. I already know your answer, but oh Niners. Oh, my gosh. Gold jacket. Give him the gold jacket. <laughs> well, I can't because we have a video that says that I'm not all the way on, so I can't I can't, you can't contradict yourself? can't contradict myself like that. True. That wouldn't be right because I said it'd be 8-8. Eight and eight. So I'm just going to hold on the Niners and Jimmy, okay. Jimmy Garoppolo. Hold. Best okay. quarterback ever. Uh, Falcons. Falcons. <sighs> Julio Jones is not in the building. Julio is working out at SC. Uh, with JT Daniels, freshman superstar, mm. uh, and T.O., by the way. Kind of random, huh? Julio and T.O. Those guys work. Does everybody work out in L.A.? Yeah, everybody yeah, lives and works out in L.A. That's what you got to do. All right, Falcons, buy, sell, or hold. Sarkeesian, second year. Raheem Morris, the next Tom Landry. No? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's the next time. I think the best part this of is this is Bucky's, like, yeah, this, this is a Tom tough Landry. one. This is a tough one, though. I'm going to say – I'm going to sell. Sell on the Falcons a little bit. Wow. Mm. I'm, I'm selling bars. on the Falcons a little bit. I, I look, I think there's a lot of talent there. The Julio thing does concern me a little bit. I just think you you look at that division. You talked about the Bucks a little bit earlier. Going to be better. What they did in the defensive line. Hmm. Look at the Saints. All the pieces they have. I don't care if Ingram misses four games. It'll be fine. That's a good team. Hold up. Carolina Panthers. I, I, just, I don't think they're going to be better. I don't think the Falcons are going to be better this year. I think and, – and Matt Ryan had a phenomenal year, the MVP year, phenomenal. I don't think we'll see those levels again. I think that's over. How about Ernest Biner at me? EB? Yeah? Because I call Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara the greatest backfield oh, of upset. all time. He got, he got, no, no. Not even upset. Like a 10-tweet <laughs> chain. Of, EB? Of, oh, hey, I love EB. Do you, do you discount it because he had a four-game – Suspension. I was like, yeah, that's that's 2018, not 2017. Like that's. I love. What, I thought the duos had to be on the field at the same time. Nobody plays like that. It's not Larry talking Jim Kick. Like who who does that? Like <laughs> we're not doing that. On and on and on. I didn't even reply. That's all. Awesome. I like I, I like EB. I, like I do too. Did you, did you play? Did you play with EB? No. Come on, I'm not that old. <laughs> 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 I was, he was at East Carolina when I was a kid coming up. Well, well yeah. Sometimes people play against. I play with him on Tech Bowl. Oh, it was a great tech mobile. Him player. and Kevin Mack. You just yeah. take Bo Jackson, Lawrence Taylor, the original time. Tecmo. All right, give Ross one more because I'm seven minutes past my one, outtime. One right? more because Bucky says no one talks about these guys. Have you heard of the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, Bucky said. By the way, before <laughs> no you got here, well, I said, "Who's the forgotten franchise in each division? Who are we not talking about?" We get to the NFC East, and he says the Cowboys. No one's talking. They had about a documentary them. about him in the whole offseason. You know what? Year. People are talking about the Eagles and the Giants more than all, the Cowboys. All, all, all I said the long. Redskins. Not America's team. No, there's, there's no way. We're in America, and no one talks about America's there's team. No way you can tell me that the Cowboys have been getting less hype and less discussion than the Washington. They're talking about Red their yeah, former, right. their former players, their former players, Dez and Jason Witten. Um, I would say for the Cowboys, I'll just hold. I'll just hold for the Cowboys. I, yeah. A lot of people think, <clears throat> think that they're ready to just. Oh yeah, they're ready. Really, old school. Look. If you go back and look, like Zach Martin's happy, Travis Frederick's happy, Tyron Smith is going to be healthy, Zeke Elliott's back. When those things are in place, that's when they win. Their best defense is their offense when they're running the ball. And I know everyone is like, oh, they don't have any receivers to throw it to. They're not going to throw it that much. They're going to throw in opportunistic situations. Zeke Elliott, 1,500 yards on the ground, sets up the table for everything else. Bucky's all in. Hey, we've got uh, all we've in. got our Iron Bowl interviews coming up here with Tua Tonga-Vailoa, the quarterback from Alabama, as well as Jared Stidham from Auburn. Ross, though, I want you real quick because you're doing so many different things here. Give me a quick rundown. I'll listen to you in series all the time. I'll text you when I'm when I'm driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or you DM me. Yeah, I will DM you. But especially then, especially if the, my co-host says something he doesn't like. Yeah, which is quite up. often. <laughs> quite often. I won't name any. I'm like, why don't you just call in? No, I, like, I, I almost did. Yeah, DJ on the 405. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, you're um, always on with McCaffrey out here in the morning. Who else? Thursdays not, McCaffrey, not, Mondays Bob Papa, Friday Charlie Weiss. You, yeah, I tend to the I Charlie tend, Weiss days. I'm the not so anyway, to answer your question, Daniel, I got a bunch of podcasts. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't have like these video awesome men in black podcasts like, like you guys have, but yeah, Ross Tucker football podcast. And if you're into fantasy, fantasy feast, if you're into other stuff, even money. College draft with Fran Duffy from the Eagles. Nice, which Fran's is a great. Yeah, how, Fran's how many awesome. I thought you he's got a whole five. He's got a whole setup. Five. A whole franchise. I'm of trying. I'm trying, man. Trying. Trying to avoid a real job as long as I possibly That's can. Wow. So we're trying to pull off over here. For real. All right, let's get to these interviews here uh, with Iron Bowl quarterbacks. Ross, thank you so much for popping in here with us. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you Thanks for giving for us me. all the good stuff. Give Damashek all the leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that. That's probably what we'll be talking about. Is literally leftovers. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. <laughs>
out here with Auburn quarterback Jared Stidham. And Jared, you, you come out here for the Elite 11 experience on the college side. How, how has this experience been for you? Oh, it's been great. You know, it's something I've always looked, you know, kind of looked forward to because I know whenever I was here uh, back in, gosh, 2014, you know, I learned a lot, of, a lot from the guys that were counselors, you know, that year. So it's, it's good to come back and, you know, try and help these guys out as much as I can and, and be with the other counselors. Your story is unique. So how, how can you, you know, parlay your story into, into helping these guys go through what they're getting ready to go through? Yeah, no, I think, uh, my, you know, my big thing is you, you just have to kind of have to go with the flow. And, you know, you never you never know how life's going to hit you in certain ways. So. Um, just roll with the punches and, and try to make the most out of every opportunity. Right, I'm going to jump ahead here because we can go through the whole transfer thing and all that fun right. stuff, but that's been told. How, how, not many people have done it. How do you beat Alabama? It's a team effort, that's for sure. It's, uh, it's a hard task, but we, we, uh, we managed to pull it off last year, and um, you know we're looking forward to, uh, to playing them this year. But it's, it's definitely a team task for sure. Tell me that. Go back to that week of practice, though. Was there a feeling? Did you guys have a feeling during the week like, okay, we're, we're ready to roll? Yeah, no, we definitely, we definitely had a good feeling about it. You know, two weeks prior, you know, we had beaten Georgia, and, uh, you know, we were sitting right where we wanted. I mean, everything was coming down to the, to the last game of the season. And, uh, you know, that, that's, that's why you go to Auburn, or, that, you know, that's why you go to Alabama. I mean, that's why you play – Division One college football is for games like that. So we had, you know, we had a great time, you know, that entire week of practice, and, and we felt good going into the game. All right, looking forward now to this next season. What does this team need to do to get to that that final resting place at the very top of the mountain? You know, I think, you know, coming off last year, because we, you know, we obviously had some some really good things happen, some really bad things happen. Uh, we just need to be more consistent uh, on a, you know, on a regular basis, on an everyday basis, and uh, you know, we're gonna have to have, have some guys really step up and. You know, I'm looking forward to uh, you know having having even more on my shoulders as well. So, it's uh, it's going to be a fun season for sure. You mentioned guys stepping up more on your shoulders. What are you looking to improve on uh, in this upcoming season specifically? Oh man, there's a, there's a lot. Uh, you can never be too satisfied with with your game. And you know, I've just been now that I'm you know healthy after my shoulder surgery and stuff. I'm I've just been working on you know footwork and making sure you know my my feet and my eyes are on the same on the same page on every play and just timing with my receivers, uh, you know just honing in on those you know little details you know of the offense and, and things of that nature. That's that's kind of the thing I've been working on and you know something I'm you know looking forward to you know displaying this year. When did you hurt the shoulder and when did you have the surgery? So I actually hurt it. Uh, against my buddy Drew Locke over here um, <laughs> back in September. And then I, I didn't know I tore my labrum, played through it all year. Throwing then, shoulder? No, not throwing Left shoulder, shoulder. I was going to say, dang. Th thankfully, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, tore it, and then I found out after the uh, after the bowl game. Um, and then I had surgery at the end of January. So all right, Feeling good now, though? Yeah, no, it's it's good now. Thank uh, gosh. All right, we're going to ask you to play scout here for a second. With our scouting background, we like to plug into you guys. Give me give me two or three players on on your Auburn team that we need to be looking out for here going into next year. Oh man, I can't I can't. Look, I can't you're talking about draft eligible guys, <laughs> draft eligible guys. So we've got younger guys, don't have to worry about them. But just just give me just give me. A couple I, I think here. the the first one, obviously, uh, that kind of just pops out to me is Ryan Davis. Um, he's you know SEC leading receiver coming back you know for his senior season. Uh, I mean he he works he works just as hard as anybody I've ever been around. Um, and, he, and he loves the game of football, and that's the thing I love about him. I mean, we've, we've been throwing every day together, getting closer, you know, this, uh, this summer and stuff. And so it's been good. Um, and, I mean, you can take your pick on the defense. I mean, yeah, all those guys, loaded. whether you want to go up front and, and, you know, linebackers, secondary, I mean, we got some guys that can play. So. All right. And then uh, how fun is it during the offseason? Training-wise, knowing you guys don't open up with uh, Murray State, no offense to Murray <laughs> State here, you got UW, and, and this is a Washington team. A lot of people are yeah. picking to get to the playoffs, so you're going to have a, a challenge right out the gate. No, I'm I'm really excited about that. Again, this is why you play college football. You know, to be in games like this, start off your season like this. Um, you know, I think they've got I want to say nine guys returning on both sides of the ball, so it's going to be it's going to be a, a battle for sure. Um, but has they, that preparation begun already? Yeah, for me it has at least. And I know, you know, the rest of the team, we're working, you know, harder every single day, um, you know, making a little bit of an emphasis on Washington, just getting ready for that week one and, and that kind of thing. But it'll, it'll be exciting. It's going to be here before you know it. Thanks for your time, man. Absolutely. Appreciate it. All right, here with one of the stars of college football right now, Tua Tonga-Vailoa, quarterback from University of Alabama. Uh, Tua, we all, saw, we all saw the championship game. What's life like after that championship game for you? Um, I mean, life has most definitely changed. You know, 
I mean, a lot of people gravitate towards you after you win, win something as big as that. Um, I'd say my social life is, is um, the same, you know, although the atmosphere has changed around me, the environment. Um, I mean, people, people now want to come up to you, ask you for pictures and whatnot. Um, and I'd say just, um, you know, social media has changed, you know, and that's the only real difference. Um, but as far as um, who, who I am and whatnot, I mean, I, I, I feel I'm, I'm still the same person. What keeps you grounded when you come through that? It'd be easy for a lot of kids your age kind of just, just fly up into the sky. How do you, how do you stay grounded? Uh, the support of my family, you know, with how I was raised, my parents, um, the, the values and the morals that, that I've been raised with, um, you know, and the, the, the most important thing um, that I've learned from, from my, my dad is you're, you're never too important to be nice to people, mm -hmm. you know, and I mean, I took that um, with me um, up until this point as well. And, you know, it's just the, the amount of support that my family, family gives me that keeps me um, rooted and grounded in who I am. I won't go back to the night before that game. Uh, what's going through your mind? Like you're getting ready, you're laying your head on the pillow the night before the championship game. You're not starting in that game. I know there's some talk. Okay, maybe you get sprinkled in. But what what's your thoughts that night before the game? Well, it's just like preparing for any other game. Um, you know, although I'm I'm not the starter at the moment. You know, I I'm just preparing as if I I'm I'm gonna be able to get that opportunity to get in. So I'm, I mean I I do my ritual. No, I won't say it because I don't want anyone, you know, taking <laughs> taking what I do. Um, I do my ritual. Um, I go to sleep. I wake up, you know, do a little another ritual, and then I I don't really get too much into the playbook. Um, you know, I kind of visualize more than anything. Um, but as far as that, I'm I mean, I'm just trying to prepare as if it's just another game, you know. What was it like the adversity you had early on in that game, and then being able to come out of that? And obviously, we know how it all ended. How was that? Uh, how was that going through the, the negative side of that, and being able to just flush that from your memory and move on? Um, well, you know what? What really helped me throughout that process of being being sacked, throwing an interception, um, was my faith. You know, and just I, I, I prayed during series, before series, after series, um, and I most definitely believe that my faith has has helped me, um, has helped bring peace to me, you know, in, in times like that, so. What's the, uh, what, what's it like going into this off season now? It's kind of a little bit of an unknown in the, the competition that exists there at Alabama. I'm sure you could be asked about it a million times but between now and the start of the season. How do you stay just focused on taking care of your business and, and not get wrapped up in all that? I'm just worried about what I got to do to better myself every day. And aside from that, you know, just, just focus on, on, on the team, you know, focus on getting those around me better. Um, I mean, and I, I feel that's that's the best thing that I could do as not only a person but as a team player. All right, last thing, I'll, I'll get you leave you with this one here. Uh, look, Alabama's a must stop for scouts. We've been going there forever, and you guys put out more more players than anybody else. I need you to give me one player that we don't know yet that's off the radar. Give me one Alabama player we'll be talking about at the end of the season that we're not talking about right now. Oh, that's put your scouting hat on. That's a that's a good question. Hmm. I mean, there's 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 a lot of a lot of good talent that we have, but by the end of the year, it could be a red shirt, could be somebody that red shirt last year, could be somebody that was coming off of an injury, just somebody that's maybe a little below the radar. We know who all the stars are. You got a million stars for sure. Give me one that's gonna emerge here. You know, I I think Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson is gonna be someone real good. Has. <laughs> Has I think all the intangibles. Give me know. the position here. So you, I'm running flying back. blind. Number oh my gosh! You got more running backs Ryan, coming. Ryan Robinson. Okay. He, I think he was a redshirt. No, he wasn't actually. He played. Okay. Um, but I think that's someone who's gonna be a big asset, you know, to to our our run game, you know, and that's that's to to um, help out with um, Damian Harris and Najee Harris at the same dudes, time. So man. you got lots of dudes. <laughs> hey, thank thank you so much for for spending some time with thank us you guys. here. Best of luck this year, man. <laughs> All right, Buck, that was a fun one today. Get a, get our buddy Ross Tucker in studio, get a chance to uh, buy, sell, or hold, have a head coach's draft, and then mix in a couple college interviews. Man, what didn't we have in this show? Oh, we had everything. I, I think the big thing was talking about the forgotten franchise. I really enjoyed that segment. That was that was a fun yeah, one Yeah, I was – I'll tell you what, there's some – 
It's an interesting piece of audio. I'll just leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Uh, fun show today, though. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, thanks for subscribing, downloading, telling a friend, uh, leaving us a review or a rating on uh, on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate that as well. We'll be back here in a couple days for another episode of Move the Sticks. We'll catch you then. Thanks for downloading Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. For more, go to nfl.com slash podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.